I do not put it on the calendar, it won't happen because I will always have a reason not to. It will never be the right time. Oh, the business is really busy. Oh, but we're onboarding this new client. Oh, but we've got this project. Oh, but we've got this launch. There will literally be no perfect time to take time off in the business if that's the mindset that you're going in with. And that's how I approach things for quite a while until I realize, you know what? I have to make time. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast. Let's dive in today to really what you need to cultivate success. And now, when I think about the growth, not only of the Casey brand over the last two years, but the growth of our clients within the Casey Coffee Studio and the Casey Education Platform, there are six common threads that I see running across these successes and the, the people, the females behind these brands that are creating that success. So I wanna really talk about this today. I wanna talk about these six things that you can do to help cultivate success in your own journey. So the first one is these women lead with intention. So really what I want us to do for a moment is just take a step backward and think about what are you here to do? What are you here to create? What are you working towards right now? And if the first thought in your mind is, okay, well, I'm working towards building sustainable income or hitting more revenue, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I want us to do is take that idea and I want us to table it for a moment. Just like pick it up, set it on your side table, set it on that console table. And we're gonna we're gonna come back to that later when it's actually more important. When we are leading with intention in our businesses, it is an intention around something deeper than numbers, metrics, data. It is an intention to create an impact. And that impact is the thing that is going to drive you time and time and time again to get up in the morning when things are boring, to struggle through when it is hard, to make ends meet when your back is up against a wall because you have this impact in your crosshairs. And that impact is the thing, the intention behind every move that you make. So this impact really can be anything and it depends on your business, your brand and what it is that you do, but the impact is going to be the core driver. So for myself personally, there are several impacts that I keep top of mind as I go through the growth and development of the Casey brand and some of those include the impact within our most direct community so for my team how I'm impacting them and supporting them my clients how I'm impacting them and helping other women build their dream lives but also going beyond my most let's say 
intimate circle of, of people and reaching a further community. So you might know this about me, you might not, but for every client that we have in the Casey umbrella, we donate a portion of our profits to charities that align. So it's so, so important to me to create an impact for women all around the world. So we find aligned charities that either support one of two things. They either support women in developing countries, building their own small businesses and being entrepreneurs, or they support the education of young girls and women early on in their life in developing countries. So those are just a few examples for you. Yours might look similar. They might look completely different. And that's the beauty of this. You know, we all are here to create an impact that then will shape the world and the global community as we know it. And if we all had the same impact, then that wouldn't be reflective or aligned with who we really are, right? So that's the sort of meat of the intention that you're leading with. So we want you to lead with intention to create an impact. So what's that impact you want to create? And I'm just going to leave you with some journal prompts today just to go back to, just to think about. So if you have a chance to jot these down, the first question I want to ask you is, what's the impact that you want to create with your business? What are you here to create? Okay, the second thread that I see running through these successful businesses and the women leading them is that they make time for themselves. And you probably weren't expecting me to say this or at least not so early on in the conversation, but I think it is so, so missed in this industry, in the online space. And even if you're looking at corporate CEOs, the number one thing that we are all missing is that permission slip to take time for ourselves. So I want to give that to you right now. And I want to say, if you make time for yourself, you're making time for everybody else around you. You're making time for the things that matter the most to you. You're making time for life. Okay. So I want to remind you right now that things will never slow down unless you plan for them to slow down. So one of the things that I like to do, and here's an example for you, is I like to put time off on my calendar or holiday or vacation time, whatever you want to call it, before it actually gets close. I like to put it out in advance to the world and say, hey, you know what? I am going to be out of office from this date to this date. Because if I do not, and trust me, I have done this enough times to know that if I do not put it on the calendar, it won't happen because I will always have a reason not to. It will never be the right time. Oh, the business is really busy. Oh, but we're onboarding this new client. Oh, but we've got this project. Oh, but we've got this launch. There will literally be no perfect time to take time off in the business if that's the mindset that you're going in with. And that's how I approach things for quite a while until I realize, you know what? I have to make time. And when I started making time for myself, I in turn started making time for the business because I said, okay, well, I'm going to be gone here. What do we need to do up until that point? You know, where do I want to be when I come back to the business? And that actually made me and the team more, I would say, um, aligned with our future vision and goals because it said, okay, we're putting a deadline on things, right? And we're saying, we need to do this by this date because when we come back, we're gonna go into this next phase, this this next era of growth, okay? So I want you to remember that you can't wait for that moment for things to slow down. You really have to create that time for yourself. And it's really around the idea of, are you deciding to stay busy? Or are you focused on making yourself 
more productive? Are you focused on giving yourself more time back for you? Because a lot of the time I noticed that I was actually deciding to stay busy. So more on that in next week's episode. I'm going to drop a whole bunch of information around that and how that held me back for a long time in my growth and how you can avoid that completely and take the shortcut (laughs) that I did not. So as we think about the importance of taking time for ourselves, it's important to come back to the why. Why do we need to take time for ourselves? And that's simply because life is happening right now. It's happening this second and this second and this second, and it is up to us to determine how we want to live it. And I remember seeing this old YouTube video. It must have been five or 10 years ago. So maybe I can jog your memory if you've seen this as well. It was of a college professor lecturing his class on the importance of our use of time. And he did this with a demonstration called the jar of life. And he had a clear glass jar and he had some big stones and he had some medium sized stones and he had some sand and he made three categories around these things. So he made the big stones, the important tasks like work and other responsibilities and paying your bills and, you know, focusing on that big project that's coming up. Those are the important tasks, the biggest stones. And then he had medium-sized stones. These are the necessary tasks. Okay, well, you know, I've got to run my errands. I've got to pick up this from the grocery store. I've got to do X, Y, and Z every day. And then the sand was all of the other stuff. And he took the sand and he dumped it in over the jar that seemed full with the big stones, the small stones mixed in. It seemed like there wasn't any more time. And he poured the sand in. And he said, this is all the other stuff in life. Time for the gym, family, cooking dinner, movie nights, games with the kids, taking vacation. This is all the other stuff. And the sand just kind of just dripped down this jar and it filled every hole and crevice that it possibly could and what he said was when you're pouring in the sand when you're pouring in and you're saying these are the other things that I am going to fit my life these important pieces of life around what I am saying are the important pieces of my day-to-day work that big project the meeting I can't miss when I'm fitting my life around those things it's wedged in between. It doesn't have its own space to breathe, to exist, to become something else entirely. But if you flip it on its head and you say, okay, well, I'm going to categorize the biggest pieces in life, the biggest stones as family, self-care, personal pursuits, downtime, etc. And then the sand and the smaller stones can be work, that new big project, that exciting meeting that you have coming up. Those things can still be exciting, important things to you, but we can fit those pieces around the truly important parts of life. We can fit those and let the sand pour in and schedule our work around our life. And if you start to think about things this way, you'll find that you can build your life in the way that you really want to. You can put the work around life. 
most of the time, and for me, this was way longer than I even realized I was doing it, we are making a conscious choice not to do that, right? So I encourage you to go block that time off on the calendar to really look at your weeks as well and take it to a more granular perspective of how do you want to be spending your time during the week? And this doesn't mean that you can change your whole schedule overnight, you know? circumstances currently exist but it means that you can take those circumstances and you can let them evolve over time and say okay well I've got the goal to work four day weeks how can I make that happen and how can I readjust things to use my time a little bit more wisely to suit my goals the third thread that I've seen among these highly successful women is that they aim big and Barbara Corcoran said And I'm paraphrasing here, but the biggest mistake, quote, I see entrepreneurs make is in not realizing their potential for success and then therefore aiming too small. So when we look at where we actually want to be, and you know I talk about future goals, building that intentional lifestyle, and really creating that big vision in your mind. So when you think about where you want to be, that big vision of you in five years, in 10 years plus, You have to actually go for it. You have to actually put a name to it and you have to say, that's what I'm going after. That's what I'm building because that's the only way that you will be able to create it. You have to aim for it. If you do not aim, and this seems so, so basic when I say it, but I think that we need to hear over and over and over. And it's something I repeat to myself on a very regular basis, which is like, if we do not aim for our big goals, we will not make them happen. They will not be realized. And that is because nobody creates a six, seven plus figure business by mistake. It is made with hard work, grit, determination, intention, and an aim to get to your goal. So I encourage you and I I hope that this inspires you to think about that big vision. Here's another journal prompt for you is I want you to think about that big vision of where you want to be in 10 years. And if you didn't come to the six plus figure retreat last week where we talked about this a lot, one of the key exercises that I walked women through, and if you were there, I encourage you to come back to this and do this over and over, is picture yourself waking up in the morning in 10 years time. Where are you? What are you waking up to? What's the first thing you do in the morning? Where do you eat breakfast? How are you spending your time? When you sit down at your desk, what is it that you're focusing on? And really start to take the pieces of your big vision and bring some clarity to it. That's why I suggest journaling on this. And then say, okay, that's my aim. That's where I'm going. This is this is the kind of business I want to be running. This is the kind of team I want to have. This is the kind of house I want to live in, the kind of revenue I want to be making. Aim big. The worst that can happen is you only get partway there. But guess what? Partway there is further along than where you are right now, right? So if the worst that can happen is it doesn't work out, well, then we're right where we started. So why not go for it? Because the best thing that can happen is we can surpass that. We can hit that and then we can go further than we thought we could go. I would rather live in the reality where that is the case. I would rather live in the reality where my big dreams can come true. 
So you have to start thinking in the mindset of aiming for those big goals and then going after them, right? It's not just about saying that you're going to have that, but saying you're going to have that, then having the intent behind it, like we talked about, doing things with intention and then going after it with a step-by-step plan. And the next thing, the next thread that I've seen amongst these successful women is they focus on the positive. And what I mean by this is what you focus on, you create more of. So if you are focusing on all the things that are not going right, which, man, there are plenty as an entrepreneur, as as a, a human, there are plenty of things that we could focus on that aren't going right every day. This client didn't sign. Oh, this thing fell through. Oh, I have to spend more time on this project than I thought. Oh, I don't have time to, you know, get dinner ready and do this, juggling a lot. There are a million things that could come to mind. But if we are focusing on the negative, that's what we're going to see, right? If we're focusing on what's wrong and you don't see what's right when it's right in front of you, then you're going to see more of what's wrong. But if we can focus on the good things that you have right now, you will bring in more of them. Focus on the positives. What's going well? Wow, even the the smallest little wins, I try to celebrate. And look, I am not perfect with this. It is a constant reminder I have to make to myself to say, hey, wow, I really appreciate that that went way easier than I could have imagined. There's an alternate reality right now where that didn't go the way I wanted and it's going to be a lot more work to pick up the pieces or move in a different direction. But now because that went the way I wanted, it enables me to do this or it enables me to just sit back and breathe and relax. I appreciate that. I'm thankful for that. And this actually has a name. This is called the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. And this is when you start focusing on one thing. You say, okay, I want to buy a new red car then every time you are out on the road, you see people driving red cars and you're like, wow, they have a red car and there's a red car and oh, another new red car. Why am I seeing all these red cars all of a sudden? Everybody must be out getting them or for some reason, they're just in my neighborhood all at once. The reality is, is the red cars were there the entire time, but your brain was not aware of them in the same sense. But the moment that you put your big aim right? So bringing this back to our previous point on the red car is the moment that your brain became more aware of it. And it's essentially what we call like confirmation bias, right? So we are then just reinforcing this thing in front of us of whether that's the thing that we want, our big aim, or whether that is focusing on the positive, we're reinforcing this idea of, okay, well, if we start to see more red cars, and let's say the red cars are the positive things, everything's going well. And if we start to see more of that, oh, this is going well, this is going well, we will naturally start to acknowledge through this confirmation bias, more of the positive things coming our way, which creates not only just a better world to live in, just a nicer day-to-day to live in but it creates an environment where then you feel more capable confident etc to go out there and do the things you want to do because all of these positive things are surrounding you and backing you so I encourage you to focus on the positive and then really tie that in with this next thread that I've seen among successful business owners and entrepreneurs which is they pursue emotions not milestones first So I just want to pose a question to you for a second. What if you went after the core desires, the emotions that you wanted to feel on a daily, weekly, monthly basis 
before thinking about how much money you wanted to make, before thinking about the house that you want to live in or the car that you want to buy? What if you thought, hey, you know what? I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel peace. I want to feel calm. I want to feel happiness. I want to feel joy. I want to feel excitement. I want to feel challenged. Whatever those core driving emotions are for you, whatever it is that you really want to feel in your life on a regular basis, what if you led with those first? What do you think would happen? This is something that somebody challenged me to think on early on in my business and it has stuck with me. It has stuck with me so much. I come back to it over and over and over and I'm constantly thinking, how can I create a life where I feel the way I want to feel? Because we can go out there and we can try to earn as much money and try to build as big a business as we can. But if we don't work on ourselves and if we do not create a lifestyle that makes us feel the way we want to feel and a business that makes us feel the way we want to feel then we're going to wake up having hit those milestones and still feel like we want more still feel like we're not quote unquote there yet so I suggest we flip this we decide what it is we want first from an emotional standpoint and then we can layer in, okay, if I want to feel that way, what is, what is it that I need? You know, if I want to feel that peace and calm and serenity and, and I want to wake up in the morning and be able to do yoga on my balcony, okay, well, that means that I need a place to do yoga on my balcony. Okay, well, what, what would I want to create in terms of like the, the rest of the infrastructure around my life? And then you can start to pick out milestones around that because And I could take a whole side tangent here, but one of the things that I see people do a lot is aim for the biggest revenue number to make the biggest amount of money without actually thinking, well, I don't, I don't know if I really need that much money to live my ideal lifestyle. You know, what if you needed half that amount to live your ideal lifestyle? What if you needed a quarter? What if you needed less? This allows you to have then more flexibility and say, oh, okay, well, if you realize what your big vision is, and then if you realize what you actually need financially to make that big vision happen so that you can have the the emotions and the desires fulfilled that you want, then you, you can actually start to look at if what you're doing now is necessary or even if there are things you could take off of your plate, right? Or if there are things you could take off of your plate in the future that you had down. So I want you to think about those emotions first and think, how do I want to feel you know, in that big vision that we spoke about earlier. And the final thread I see running through these successful entrepreneurs is that they are willing to do difficult things. So once they have that big vision in mind, once they are ready to aim, not just for the big milestones, but leading with the emotions and the impact and the intention, they are willing to do difficult things to make it happen. Difficult things for a shorter period of time Because they know on the other side, good things, great things, wonderful things are awaiting them. You know, because successful people are always willing to do difficult or hard things. Like I said earlier, success isn't created by mistake. Successful people are willing to do difficult or hard things knowing that on the other side, that great thing is waiting for them. But to make sure that you're doing it for a purpose, you have to create that intentional lifestyle as you go. Because otherwise, again, you're going to wake up and you're going to feel unfulfilled when you get to that point of quote unquote success. So 
that leads me into this whole other conversation. We've got these six threads of things that people do to create success, things highly successful people are doing, right? They lead with intention, one. Two, they make time for themselves. Three, they aim big. Four, they focus on the positive. Five, they pursue emotions, not milestones, first. And six, they are willing to do difficult things. But if you want to cultivate success, we first have to sit down and decide what success looks like to you. And to me personally, success isn't a dollar amount. Success isn't the caliber of clients that we bring in or the growth of the business. And although those things are all worth celebrating in this journey, none of them make me a successful person. And to be honest, most of the time I think Unless you know somebody quite closely, you actually don't know whether or not they are successful except from our outside vanity metrics. How I personally measure success is in how I'm able to spend my time, how much I can dedicate to fitness, how much I can spend with my family, how much I can spend pursuing my goals, and most importantly, how I feel while I'm spending my time. And money certainly is important to help you create the opportunity to spend your time that way. But I'm a firm believer that you can't simply aim to make more money and expect your life to get better. Trust me, I have learned that. You have to aim to create the life that you love, to build an intentional life, and to do that, an intentional business. And that's what we're all about over here at the Casey Brand which is why I spend so much time helping clients navigate creating not only their dream business, but ideal lifestyle. And I'm actually opening up a unique container, one that is unlike anything else this industry has seen, to help a small group of women scale their businesses and find their freedom too. And in keeping with tradition this past month, you as a podcast listener, are the first to hear about this publicly. And I have to say, we already have the most incredible group of women put together for this program. Up until now, we only shared the details with our private six plus figure freedom retreat community. And within 24 hours, we were halfway sold out. And it's been just a few more days now at the time of recording, and we are over 80% sold out which means that there are just a few spots left. So let me share the details with you if you are interested in creating an aligned business and lifestyle together. I am inviting you to join me for nine impactful months inside an intimate nine-month mastermind of one-on-one consulting and small group mentorship where I am helping female founders expand into empowered six-plus-figure CEOs. So this is the one, the only Freedom Found Collective, and it combines high-touch support, proven business growth strategies, and personal development, giving you a holistic program so that you can evolve and scale with a multidisciplinary business model and a tight-knit community of women. Because the truth is, if you want to see different results, you have to do things differently. So together, we're really going to be infusing new knowledge, we're going to be infusing self-growth, and of course, that real-time implementation that will help pave your path to the next era of your business, free from that overwhelm of 24-7 client work. That is the goal, to make sure that you are able to create something that scales without you having to suffer as a result, without your time being drained even more so. But what we want to do is actually relieve that time and allow the business to scale and free you up so you can do more of what you love whether that's new business projects or spending personal time or just lazy on the couch doing Netflix, it doesn't matter. It's whatever you want to do with that. 
And FFC offers the highest level of support directly from me. So within it, you'll get lots of things, including private masterclasses led by me with resources, of course, to help you grow. We'll have an intimate community with networking opportunities, access to industry leading guest experts to come in and train. We're gonna do quarterly wellness sessions and keep that as a core focus as we take you through these evolutions of your business. And of course, on a weekly basis, we are gonna check in every single week with small group coaching calls. You're gonna have me in your back pocket, one-on-one in Voxer so we can walkie-talkie chat to each other in real time about your business. And my favorite piece, every month we are going to sit down one-to-one together in a consulting call where I'm really coming in not just as a coach, but really as a strategic advisor to help look at where you are in your business, audit where you are, and then make a step-by-step plan to help you get to the next place. So you never feel like you're sitting down not knowing what to do, because that is like one of the biggest like crippling time drains that we can have as entrepreneurs is not knowing that next step to take. So we're going to plan that all out together on a monthly basis. Plus, and this is what makes this program so, so unique, we are going to give you support from the KC Copy Studio. So you're not just getting me as your advisor and consultant. You will get access every single month to agency copy reviews. And of course, my brain on your copy, your assets, marketing, business plan, you name it. So you can scale your business, take it past one-to-one and into a phase of really feeling fulfilled and successful and what that means to you, all without a huge price tag. There isn't another program out there that gives you the step-by-step path to scale with support from an agency owner and copywriter and the studio behind me as well. This is so, so unique. And I think that's why these spaces are honestly just flying so quickly. And that's what I've heard from the women who are getting inside. They've said, I've been looking for a mastermind for months now, one of them said, and she hasn't seen a program that encompasses everything that we are doing at a price point like this and with support from an agency copywriting studio. It just isn't out there. So this is so unique and we just have a few spots left. If you are interested in joining us for Freedom Found Collective, we are starting in late summer all you need to do is go to the show notes here click on the link and go and apply and as soon as you apply I'll review it there is no obligation to fill out your application and apply if I think you're a good fit then I'll reach out and we can chat more about it really casually no commitment whatsoever But I just couldn't stop there because you know I love to create this holistic support and I really wanted to bring in more support for you to help continue evolving your business. So if you put your application in before Sunday, June 19th, that's when this bonus is disappearing, you will get access to all Elevated Brand Accelerator modules and resources and past guest trainings and literally everything in there. And it is chock full of goodness. It takes you through 10 whole modules ranging from aligning your brand and your Lux client experience to defining your brand messaging, selling and marketing, creating your email list, all the things we cover it inside of the EBA modules and curriculum. So if you are interested in getting support inside of FFC, all you need to do to get this bonus is submit your application before June 19th. And just by submitting your application before June 19th is finished, you reserve this bonus should you decide to join. So that means there's no commitment, no obligation just by submitting your application. But if I think it's a good fit for you and you agree as well and you decide to join, then the bonus is reserved for you. If not, 
no harm, no foul. So go and submit your application now to be eligible for the EBA bonus. And if you feel like you're not quite ready to scale your business, you're not quite ready for FFC, but you do want support in creating some consistency and building to consistent 5K months and building your authority and getting known for what you do, our next cohort of EBA kicks off next week and we have just a couple of spots left. So They'll likely be gone by then, so put your application in for EBA, linked in the show notes as well if you are interested in EBA. And if you have questions around either, you can send me a DM. All right, I cannot wait to help create a version of success that you feel so good about. And I'll see you in next week's episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, please head over to leave a review and subscribe to the Freedom Found podcast. It means so much to our growth and being able to reach and support more business owners like you. Have a beautiful week and I'll catch you next time.